I'm gonna start recording. All right, so we going there. So when I, we know it doesn't do anything till 10:45, but we could just start talking shit now. What's going on, Mel G? Nothing, nothing much, Mister Director. Nothing much. It's good to see you here, though. Nice to see you as well. I'm, 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 I'm happy to have you here. Just so you know. Yeah. Good to be back. It's good to be back in here, man. I'm. If I seem a little excited, I am because it feels good to like. Just, I love doing comedy so much. How much? Like how much is it? Oh, just, <laughs> like comedy's just in my blood, man. Mr. Jack I, loves comedy so much. I, I, <laughs> I wish I didn't like comedy as much as I do. If that makes sense. Like I, I honestly wish I didn't like. You know when you don't want to miss shit. Like if you break up with someone and you're like, I don't want to miss this motherfucker. I miss performing so much. Would you consider comedy your first love? I, I think it was, and I never knew it. I think comedy was my first love, and I never knew it. Like, I honestly never realized how much I, I just love doing comedy. Like, I, it, it's like, think of something that you love. Think of something that you absolutely love. Not your husband, that don't count. <laughs> but think of something that you absolutely love. All right. And think about it being taken away from you. That would suck. You know what I'm saying? And because I quit my job and I had a lack of money coming in, which I had to do, I really had to do it. Like, I, I'm not, I wasn't in a realm of something that was helping me. I was in a realm of something that's like, listen, two or three years, like if you read my book, I could do any job for two to three years. But then it's stagnant and I end up getting fired or quitting because it's not benefiting me. And comedy is the only thing, like, I, I even created a joke. It's like, I've been fired from like 25 jobs. That's why I got into comedy, because I can't fire myself. No, you, know? <laughs> you know, like, I can't fire myself. And you can promote yourself. <laughs> I can promote myself as much as, hey, I'm, I'm, they call me the promotion king at this point. CEO, I'm always doing that. CEO of comedy. But I realized just how much people just don't. I can promote Ooh, myself. see, we live. Hey, okay. they call me the promotion king. Hey, we're live. The, the voice is good. Hey, the voice is crisp. Okay, a little a little deeper crisp than normal. Like a McDonald's. Spray. It's a little deeper than normal though. It is. The voice is good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to it. I'm like, hold on, it's not all that echo shit in the background. Like, it's clean. I feel clean right now. I feel like, are you that clean? I'm clean, motherfucker. I'm clean. Successfully clean. <laughs> I'm gonna turn the volume down now, y'all. We're gonna, we are going live. But it's, I, I just when you do it, and then you realize just how, like I didn't realize till last night just how much I miss it. And and the thing is, again, the shows I was doing with, um, the shows I was doing with. With um, down in Miami because there's not an audience and we're still building, I I don't have that opportunity to really, you know, do what I do and mix it up with the audience and kind of throw my jokes out there, and man, and, and first of all, I love the opportunity that I got. Don't anyone take me for granted? Take it for granted. I don't take it for granted. I love, absolutely love that I'm able to do that, and I and I think thank them for the opportunity but man being on stage and it wasn't it's even nothing, a stage nothing like it nothing like it man and just inter interacting listening to people being like man you were really good like that just that, that fed did me did you stay and talk yeah yeah I, you I, I stayed did, and talk I, I stayed for a quick minute and talk cause you know I like the bounce I know that's I call I myself like, the what? bounce king I call myself the bounce you king you Irish goodbye oh <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I'm part. Well, I mean, my name is Nor. My last name is Norwegian, but I think I'm part Irish because I get the hell out in I'm two seconds. Sense. Okay, I get out. <laughs> I get out, and I don't care. People be like, "Where he go?" I'm out. <laughs> People be seeing me leaving. They like, "Yo, you Dude, leaving you already?" I'm like, "I'm out." Yeah, where that where that miss where that Mister Direct got? Oh, he gone. And I have no problem admitting. It. I tell people all the time. I mean, I didn't stay long, but I did. What I what I like to do is, if it's a small crowd, I like to thank everybody personally. Thank you for coming out. Appreciate you. Give out some of my business cards. Like here, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. I had so much fun. It like it it it. it even my friend Renata said you could just see the smile on my face. Just like I was just so happy to just oh. ladies and gentlemen, if you got a passion, if there's something that you love to do, do if there's if there's anything in this world that just drives you, something in this world that just like kind of just feeds your soul, I advise you to do it because there's nothing like it in the world. Don't I loved it. it. And I and I dominated this. I apologize. What's going on with you? How are you doing? I'm good. Um, I'm actually returning back to work tomorrow. Okay. After a okay. very long and needed break. You took a hiatus. I did. I did. took a mental health hiatus. Okay. And I do suggest if you need to take one, to take one because... I don't it, think enough people do. I don't think enough people do. I think a lot of people... Um, a lot of people learn to deal with the anger, the animosity the craziness that's going on in their head and they don't realize sometimes you need to back away like when I quit my job I realized I honestly was like this isn't healthy for me like I'm just going through the motions and going through the motions was stagnating me everywhere else I think it's the same for me like I mean I love what I do I love my job but it was a I was a not a, a there was a breaking point for me and I was like I gotta take a step back Yes. And work on myself a little bit. It, so it's, I took that time off. I think <laughs> sometimes, I, I honestly believe sometimes we have conditioned ourselves to put up with craziness. Yep. And we laugh because so many people say, well, if I can make it through the craziness, you can. And we keep forgetting everybody's got a different threshold. It's like everyone's got a different threshold of pain. Somebody can have like boiling water and dip their hand in it and Ooh. it's painful, but they won't flinch. They'll be like, I'm built for this. And then you got somebody that literally it's like lukewarm water and they're like, oh, oh my God. Like, you know, like, come on. I don't think people really realize that. But the most important that. thing is like, exactly. You, you need to take a step back and try to realize that maybe you do need to just step back a minute take a look from the outside looking in yeah and see what you need to get done because i'm telling you that for that four month break oh you woo, took four months took four months march 10th would be three months since i quit but i took a job like i took a i took a little bit of a position which was great um the position i took was so great because it's audio visual it's my wheelhouse you know what i mean and I loved, I, I said, I will not take another position if I wasn't doing production. Because oddly, I'm good at production. As long as you stick with it. Stick you know, with like, like, I'm really good at production, you know, and it's flexible. I have a book coming out. We're going to talk about that. I, it, it's, I think a lot of people are scared to follow their path because of the challenges that it's going to take. And uh, the person we were discussing earlier, the reason why I'm not upset is because I learned so much from that person in that seven months. You know what I'm saying? 
And I would to that I would say at least it was a short amount of time. Yeah. And there wasn't years wasted. Yes. But I learned so much and I can't say like everyone's like, you're so sad. You're so sad. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sad because I'm losing a friendship of somebody that I spoke to all the time. But I learned so much. And sometimes you got to realize people come in your life for a season and not for life. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And I think we forget this. I think we honestly forget that people come in for seasons sometimes. Like if you meet somebody at a job and a person's so great, but you're only at the job for three months, that person leaves, right? They're in there for a season. Yeah. Right? And you learn so much. And, and then they're gone. gone. And the thing is, you miss them because you might listen like, yo, at lunchtime, this like, person was yeah. wilding out. <laughs> I'll never forget. We all t- you know what? We're going to talk about this when we go on air. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to go on air. We're about to do what we do best. Give you hey. some of that real talk. I got my co-host over here, Mel G. Mel G, what's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's good people. to see you there. Uh, we're going to talk about who, who's, the, who's the Supreme Court justice? Can, oh, my God. Can <sighs> Say it. Say it. Say it with your chest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I have to pull it up now. I'm just saying, we know who it is. Listen, we're going to talk about the new Supreme Court justice. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Kanye documentary, the uh, teacher. We're Real quick, we're going to talk about the teacher who uh, served her kids sperm. That was some crazy shit. The Ukraine invasion. We're going to talk about the Trump supporters that for some reason seem to be supporting Putin. Don't get it. We're also going to talk about my new book coming out. We're going to talk about a lot, a lot of crazy stuff as well. We're going to talk about much more. If you have comments, drop them in the thread. Enjoy yourself. Do what you do best. This is called... Sunday coffee like only your man Mr. Direct and Mel G can do we are bringing you Sunday coffee why cause it's the start of the week of the army Sunday coffee join the party Sunday coffee Hey, 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 everybody. How the hell are y'all doing out there? How y'all doing? Mel G, what's going on? I'm good. I'm just I'm like, always... I'm, I can't even figure out the word, but that whole, like, that that Fred Flintstone intro that you just, <laughs> just threw me off. Like, no, Yogi Bear. Like, hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. What's in the picky nigga basket? <laughs> Okay, we got that. <laughs> it's good to have you in here. We haven't done Sunday coffee, I would say, since the beginning of the year. It was like one episode, and then we yeah, did. Yeah, it was our anniversary. I'll own it. Yeah, it was, and I'll own it. It was my fault. I, I, I'm going to Miami, um, not in the mood because a lot of things going on, feeling a little under weather, not, not really being myself like I normally am, but we are back. We are doing what we do best. And you're honest with it. What? I appreciate that. So you're I am, I'm this, like, you know what? It. Here's the deal. I always tell people this, and people are like, I don't understand why you don't do your stuff more often. I know it's just me, but I love having a host. And if I can't get the co-host or if I'm busy and stuff doesn't line up, I just can't because the show wasn't meant to be about me. It was about just doing a show with people bantering and having fun and talking shit. And I could, uh, listen, I could go on stage and talk shit for 45 minutes. 
but it's more fun when you got someone else to talk shit with. <laughs> you got someone to go oh, get those picnic baskets with. Yeah, she said we're matching colors today. Some yes. form of red, maroon. Yeah, well, actually, we your, never playing these your hair, your hair actually match your hair matches your uh, shirt. Remember yes. that. Okay. So we're working bit. on that. I gotta change it. I actually look good today. Oh, okay. I cleaned up well today. Did. I, I look okay. I'm looking. Hold beer on. Coming in okay. Uh uh-uh, uh. There ain't no beer, bro. I ain't got it. I got too much testosterone. I can't grow no damn hair. I wish I could. But how, how's everything going on with you besides you getting back to work? What else you got going on over there? Um, geez. Um, just normal stuff with the kid. Basketball is over. And she's now she's trying to get a job. I mean, so, that's good. No, that means I become the glorified taxi. I mean, you can't do anything about that. <laughs> but she wants a little pocket change, so we're working on that. Working on her getting her permit. That's uh, why I'm glad I ain't got no kids, man, because I'd have been like, yo, you on your own, son. Figure this shit out. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being honest with you. I'd have been like, yo, son, you on your own. I ain't got no time for this shit. You can adopt her. It's totally fine. See, (laughs) what I love about my friends that have kids is when they see me, they're like, oh, he's the fun guy. I get to hang out with him, bullshit with him, and then he out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I leave. I ain't got no responsibility. Why is my voice so damn deep? I don't know. It's weird. Like, I can hear hear it in my ears, and I just sound a lot deeper than normal. You don't got to Barry White it. No, I'm not even trying. That's the thing. I'm not even trying to Barry. Like, I'm not even trying to Barry White it. I'm literally just listening to myself and I'm like, my voice is a lot deeper than it needs. Like, I'm ready. Like, I just want to call some girl up and be like, show you're right. Like, I just want to see if it works. (laughs) Been thinking about Mm. you. What you wearing? I want to sing that line. I want to sing that line from Secret Garden. I'll take care of you. That's what a man is supposed to do. You gotta record that clip. <laughs> and I'll be there for you all the time. Yo, make that your voicemail intro. <laughs> Like when people call you? Let your head down. <laughs> Let me get you in the mood. <laughs> There was, Why hold you don't on, let me have hold a on. with him? There was, hold on, no. There was a, uh, there was a uh, game show that was on and they had all the letters for the different artists, right? Okay. And you could tell it was Barry White and nobody could guess Barry White. I'm like, y'all some young motherfuckers. How could you not guess Barry White? The Game Show Network? I, I, miss, like I miss fat black singers. <laughs> Barry White would come on stage with that Jerry Curl, <laughs> the big ass Jerry Curl with the big ass. I don't even think that he was wearing Dude, like a suit jacket. Now? I think Barry White was just literally just wearing, he wasn't wearing a suit jacket. He was wearing like like a cigar coat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he always he had, had the silk. Jacket. He had a smoking jacket and he always had his <laughs> his little silk, the like white. So when he's singing, when he was singing and he breaking out in sweats, it wasn't like he was dancing. This dude was literally breaking out in sweats just standing there singing. Oh yeah! Like, <laughs> but now who do we have now? We don't have that. We barely black... have Ruben. No, you know who we have? Who? Uh, what's her name? Begins with an L. The fat black chick that's always embracing her fatness. Oh, uh, Lizzo. That's it. That's all we have. That's okay. what we have. Okay, well, I meant male singers, but yes, we can count Lizzo. That's all we have. We have Lizzo. That's it. Sucks. She needs to do more things than pose naked. I, like, I, know, but I don't know who the hell trying to Not see that ass. Not fat shaming, but I need I'm to do fat more. shaming. Like, come on now. I 
understand embrace. Like we've gone to a point in society where we're saying everyone should embrace their sexiness. I get that. Embrace your sexiness, big, small, tall, whatever the fuck you are. But sometimes you need to be like, let me keep this shit to myself. Listen, I got a two inch dick. I'm not posting my two inch dick all over the goddamn world. You just did. No, I didn't. You didn't see it. You might know about it. You might know about it, but you ain't going to see it. I got a micro penis. I'm not trying to share my micro penis with the world. Don't nobody need to see a micro penis. No community peen? No. Okay. Let me, if you saw a picture of my penis somewhere, I would be like, I don't know how this shit got out there. Not even, that's not me. <laughs> no. Well, see, that's the thing. You got to own it. <laughs> You gotta, that's not me. You gotta own it. You gotta be like, yeah, that's me. That's I did that. It was an accident, but I did that. You gotta own that shit. I'm just saying, people. People just get it. It's it's randomly stupid that people like. Okay, I'm embracing who the fuck I am, but at the same time, I want you all to suffer and see this shit. Just because you embrace it, don't mean I want to see that shit. Fair. I'm just saying. You know, like we don't. We don't want to see the woman that doesn't have gums. But if she's pretty, we want the woman that doesn't have gums. I'm just saying. There's mm, my mom's probably watching, so I'm not gonna say it. Hey mom! <laughs> hey mom! Woo! I'm just saying. Did you figure out how to say her name? Who's the justice? We got Katanji Brown Jackson. We're gonna talk about Katanji Brown Jackson. We're gonna talk about Kanye. We gotta talk about Kanye. I know you guys are fed up with it, but we gotta yeah, talk about Kanye. Kanye is important to discuss. He really is. He's an important person to discuss right now. What's going on? I think he still is spiraling out of control. I think he's really not aware of that what I'll he's accept, doing. I will accept the mental health aspect because we we're just gonna talk on about it. we're gonna talk about the teacher that put sperm in cupcakes. And her husband is the only two. Yo, when you see the wild. when you see the counts, when you I think it was 150 counts, she turned on her husband so it would get reduced to the 40. Like that's that's <laughs> And she's still going to jail. And she's still years. going to jail and won't be out of jail until she said we're gonna talk about the Ukraine. Very important that we talk about the Ukraine. Uh we're gonna talk about the reason why we gotta talk about the Ukraine is because a lot of people are unaware of the truth of what's going on there. And I'm not gonna say that I know everything, but we're gonna talk about it because it's important we put it out there. If you're watching, hit the share button Please? we ask you hit the share button tag some of your friends do what you do best because what we're going to do is give y'all real talk like only we can give you real talk we're going to be Damn back right. in a moment don't go anywhere what what why y'all being funny why y'all being funny we'll be back in a moment We're back, we're back, we're back. By the way, make sure you guys go out to Amazon and pick up the book, Lessons from a Shit Talker. Book number two is about to come out. It's going to be a bomb, baby. It's going to be bomb. It's called, uh, just so you guys don't know, I'm sorry, let me put that up there for you. It's called Facebook Conversations, the good, the funny, the ugly. Make sure you guys go out and get that book. We're going to talk more about the book later on, but you know, like, I'm stepping the game up a little bit. I'm putting commercials in the middle of it so people are going to understand what we're doing. Listen, yep. self-promotion is the best promotion of all. It is. And I only got about 15 to 16 more summers, so I got to... 
make sure I get I get everything I can on this motherfucker, yo. And be like, yo, he ran his own. Sh- literally, he had his own commercials in a whole nine. That's right. Yeah, I'm about to step it up, y'all. I'm about to do some wild shit. Thank y'all so much. So coming out of the break, what we want to talk about real quick is we want to talk about Kenjanji Brown Jackson, Katanji Brown Jackson. If you guys don't know, she was just elected, well, nominated. Nominated. President Biden nominated her to be the first black woman on the Supreme Court. Now, here's the thing. Everyone's wondering why. Why is it such a big deal? Why is it so big deal that she's on air? And if you could watch the screen as I am right now, you can actually see some of the stuff that's going on with her, like how long she's been in. And I'll put that screenshot up for you guys again if you want to watch it. She's been in the game for a minute. She's been there and she's already had bipartisan support multiple times, right? Never a skirmish on her record never a problem with what, who she was and what she stood for now all of a sudden everybody's upset um, I, I, I said to you before we went on air I said to a woman last night and for some reason I don't get it she said oh I don't understand why Biden is nominating someone based off of sex and color and I'm like well time out did you have this argument when Trump did it did you no nope the difference between Biden and Trump, Trump said, yes, when uh, Ruth Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Bader Ginsburg died, he said, yes, I am going to nominate somebody. It's going to be a woman, right? Yep. The man retires. This, this guy is retiring now. Biden said, I'm going to nominate the first African-American woman, black woman. Everybody on the conservative side said, how dare you, how dare you be racist and nominate a black woman? You're getting rid of, you're ignoring all the other qualified people. I said this before, I'll say it again. They acted like he was going to go out and get a crackhead. They also had their chance and blew it. So if you, if they wanted somebody that wasn't, uh, Amy, I know her first name is Amy. They had all the opportunity in the world. They had the opportunity with, uh, Kavanaugh too. You blew it. Well, you know, people keep saying this thing about, um, you know, for some reason they play this game of ignorance. And I've said this before. I talk about it in my book and I, and I've been calling people out about it lately. And I honestly believe it. There's something about the word black that is triggering to a lot of people. And when I say that, People, oh, you're playing a race card. I'm not playing a race card here. There's something about the word black that triggers white Americans. And not all. And if you're taking offense to what I'm saying, then you're the person that I'm talking about. The word black seems to trigger too many white Americans. You can say I'm going to nominate a gay person. Oh, gay person. Look, he's so so progressive. So. I'm I'm going to nominate a conservative transgender person for a position. They they still get a little nervous, but okay. Okay, slow, slow, slower clapping, but still clapping. We're gonna nominate the first Latino, the first Asian. Not a peep, nothing. Nope. The minute they say black. Crickets. It's holy shit. Um, why? The word black seems to be so triggering and I'll never understand it. And when you look at her, and I'm, I'm going to do this real quick because I, I want you guys to see. I'm going to I'm going to take this and push it out to the main to the main list. I want you guys to see her qualifications. I want you really to look at her qualifications. Her resume is deep. Okay. 
Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson received her commission as a United States judge in June of 2021. From 2013 to until 2021, she sh she served as a United States district judge, and until two December of 2014, she also served as vice chair and commissioner of the United States Sentencing Commission. Prior to her years, to, prior to her four years of service on the Sentencing Commission, Judge Jackson worked for three years as of counsel at Morrison and Forrester LLP. I want you to think about that. They said that she's gonna be the first judge that actually did cases. Yeah. Right? And this goes into what I'm talking about. In order to be seen equal, the black person has to have a better resume than the other people that came in. And they still have issue. And you know what? And when they have the nomination hearings, they're going to nitpick everything about they're going to go back to kindergarten and be like, is this your macaroni drawing? Like, did you, did you did you really put these macaronis on here? They're going to go all the way back just 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 to be jerks and try to stop it. And it, it and it's, you know, it. A lot of people are like, well, we got to take the progressive. We got to take whatever progressive move we have made and go with it. I, I find a real problem with the fact that everything is just being made political now. Everything. And, I, and, and, and I'm sounding repetitive and some people might be there and some people might hate it, but everything. It's like nominating a black woman is, is bringing down the house. And here's the thing. Society has changed. Yeah. So why wouldn't you need a Supreme Court justice that reflects how society has changed? Is that, or is, what is it, nine? Nine of them? Yeah. And, well, is Clarence still there? Yeah, old ass Clarence so is still there. So we have one black guy, eight non-black people, and... Well, you have Sentamayor, who's Latin. Spicy white. Okay. <laughs> well, she's very progressive. <laughs> she's very progressive. But in her defense, not reflective of what this country is. In her we defense, need her. in her defense, she is progressive. She's and she's already said she fears that this court is going to start moving in a direction that's going to actually push America back instead of forward. Because people, as a judge, you're not as a judge, you're not supposed to make decisions based off being a conservative or a liberal. You're supposed to make it off the letter of the law. True. And unfortunately, the Democrats, well, not the Democrats, well, the Democrats are doing it too. So let's, 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 let's not Everybody play stupid. Why are we putting people in position who are going to be more conservative or more liberal based off their views versus saying this is the letter of the law? And that's what we want. Which is what they swear to uphold. And the letter of the law, unfortunately, we know for people of color is not always justice. Nope. So having her up there is going to give different views on election, on social issues that are really important. But it I seems mean. like people are so scared to have this person on here because, it, again, people are scared of progress, of, 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 of progressiveness. Yeah. And the thing is, and you change. can't stop it. And change. Change is the hardest thing in the world to do. It really is. And it seems like it's hard for people to grab the concept. Sorry, I hit the mic. It's hard for people to grab the concept that the reality that, especially for people 65 and older, that the world is changing around them. And they're willing to dogfight to keep it the same. And it's like, so everyone else has got to suffer because you can't grow. 
You gotta talk. You can't I, leave that alone. <laughs> you can't just sit there that, and blink. No, I was I was making making sure you were done. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you, you know just, I talk a lot. Don't I, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> I just make sure you, I don't want to interrupt you if you got something to say. No, but I, I think uh, her nomination um, is going to be good as long as she gets past that hurdle that is the uh, hearings come this summer when this guy retires. Um, I think her resume kind of speaks for itself. It does. And hopefully, you know what? How do you do you do you think they should expand still or still leave it at nine? Well, I think it's eight. Look it up. No, it's nine. Is it nine? Yeah, because it because because they have to have the breaking voice. They have to have the breaking piece, right? This is what I think. I don't believe that they need to expand it for this reason. We were set at nine because tiebreaker right if you expand it to nine the next asshole is going to come in i mean not expand it if you expand it to 12 or whatever or or 11 if you if you expand it to 11 the next conservative person is going to come in and say well now we need to do it to 13 so we can put more people in in our in our favor that's for sure it's your you're you're setting a precedence you're setting a precedence that you're objecting against and that's what i hate about politics people will sit there and say i object to it but then they're okay with it when their guy does it yeah like i hate it but then when our guy does it, <laughs> I love it. It's and that's what, ever. And that's and, and sliced bread. And, 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 and it's hypocrisy at its finest that you're willing to be okay when your guy does it, but you hate it when you're, when it's not your guy. You know what I mean? Like, if you hate it, hate it all around. Be consistent. Consistency is key. You know what I mean? If I say I hate macaroni and cheese, mm. I don't want to hear, well, that's blasphemous because first of all, every black person, every white person, every American I likes macaroni and cheese, right? Now, okay? right? <laughs> it's blasphemous to say I hate macaroni and cheese, but then because somebody else makes it, you're like, oh my God, I, I hate it. But because you make it, I love it. Yeah. No, because that's not true. If it's macaroni and cheese and you hate macaroni and cheese, hate you hate macaroni and cheese. Craft, your mamas, your grandmamas, anybody's. It's all shit, right? So do I believe we should expand to 11? No. What I believe is they need to pull the politics out of all appointments. When Trump was in office, Trump was not, Trump nominated the most unqualified people where he actually got rid he got rid of the commission that judges these judges based on like these guys these guys had their ethics and morals in question when he was nominating them and his sole purpose of nominating them was because most of their decisions were conservative leaning yep that is wrong. I don't want a judge that leans conservative. I don't want a judge that leans liberal. I want, I want a judge that straight. reads the interpretation of the law as it is. Straight as a pole. No leaning. Everyone thinks I'm this big pro-black guy. No, I'm pro-right. You're only like 5'6". I'm 5'7 and 3 quarters. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> I had a woman say to me the other day, she goes, you're only 5'7 and 3 quarters? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, dude, you have such a huge presence. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, just seeing you and the way you talk and everything. She goes, it's like you have this big presence. And I was like, that's called micro penis. That's how you got to act because you're trying to hide. The- <laughs> you're big- you 
got you got you got to make up for it. Something's got to be big. <laughs> if that ain't big, the personality's got to be big. You got to make up for it. Got to make up for the micro penis. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, but Lord. the reality is that you got to look at it from the perspective of people buying into only their views as the only view that matters. And unfortunately, as an African-American, our views have never mattered. Nope. You know what I mean? Not even during Black History Month. Oh my God, they're trying to get rid of Black History Month. They're trying to change history. Yeah, reparations, <laughs> I see. That's a difficult conversation for me to have. I'm not trying to do it. Listen, we're going to be right back. We'll be, we'll, we'll be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This is going to be a little bit long of a commercial, but this is one of the new commercials that I'm running. We'll be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Stay, just stay there, motherfucker. We'll be back. What you doing? I promise. Don't talk shit. Diversity, equity, inclusion. Today, more and more companies are trying to navigate the diversity, equity, and inclusion problem. Should I say more companies from mom and pop storefronts, nonprofit to big corporations are trying to solve the DEI movement. Many companies are scared to have the conversation. Like individuals, they're scared to think they are guilty of not being inclusive in their hiring, promoting, and overall experience of working for them. The conversation is not difficult to have. Today's landscape of quality employees from every background is bigger than ever. The average customer base is looking quite diverse as well. Let's address some of the benefits of DEI. Teams are 100% more likely to understand target customers when they have at least one member who represents their target's gender, race, age, sexual orientation, or culture. Organizations in the top 25% when it comes to gender diversity among executive leadership teams are 21% more likely to be profitable and 27% better at creating value. Expanding your recruitment searches to more diverse candidates, including background, ethnicity, age, etc., widens your talent pool and increases your chances of finding the best hire. Companies with higher diversity in management earned on average 38% more revenue than companies with lower diversity. That could be because diversity of gender, country of origin, career path, and industry background are highly correlated to innovation. DEI is not just an acronym. DEI is a process that takes understanding, work, and involving everyone. Let's have a discussion. Contact Marklin T. Johnson, marklin at marklinspeaks.com, 651-560-5069. Hey, we're back. Gotta do that. Yes, for those of you not aware, that is my DEI commercial. I am a public speaker. I do public speaking. Uh, I do motivational speaking, but I'm also speaking on DEI, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, We'll talk about that later. That's something else we got to talk about because we're going to talk about the book, and that kind of goes along with it if you read the book. We got to talk about Kanye coming out the break. We got to talk about Yeezy. You're going to lead this conversation because you got to talk about Yeezy. You got to talk about him. (laughs) You're trying to find words. Get the words out. it's, It's a mental health thing. It is. Um... The way he's been tweeting and releasing uh, screenshots and uh, Pete threatening Pete Davidson threatening Skeet Pete, like this guy seriously needs help. And his enablers, the people around him who are just letting him do this, you know, he's still playing Coachella. Like, why are the people still giving him jobs when clearly he needs to sit down, take a break, 
uh, take some Seroquel and just fall back a little bit and worry about your family. Worry about your kids. Okay, I find it a little different. Okay, what? I find it a little different. First of all, I'm going to explain it to y'all like this. If you watch the documentary about Kanye on Netflix, phenomenal. Okay. He knew from the time he started writing beats that he wanted to be an MC. He went from, um, if you haven't watched it yet, please go and watch it. I'm going to beg Genius, you. It's called Yenius or something Genius. like that. Yenius. It's about Ye Kanye, who means the one. His name in Swahili means the one. You know? Did not know that. Yes, it means the one. He envisioned himself as an MC. And he, he he developed into being such a great producer that all these places, it, here's, here's a fact that a lot of people are not gonna wanna accept. When you decide what you're gonna do in life, you become so great at something that people wanna channel you to that. The greats are always like, yo, we love the beats. We love the beats. So he's going to all these people and all these people could sign him and they're like, yeah, we don't know. And some people see the genius, but they're like, uh, the problem was he was making such great beats. They was like, if he becomes an artist, he'll never give us these beats anymore. Cause what you're gonna do, first of all, you're gonna keep the beats for yourself. You're gonna keep it for yourself, yeah. <laughs> Second of all, your, your dollar sign goes up. Cause now you're MC, published, gold, platinum, whatever, and you're a hot producer. So now a beat that might have cost you fifty thousand, he was making a good living as a beat maker, but now that fifty thousand goes up to two hundred and fifty thousand for a hot beat. But all that is overshadowed by the fact that he has gone crazy. I don't think he's going crazy. I think he's spiraling. Okay, maybe, yeah, maybe he's not spiraling crazy. out of control yes. because, again, he lost his mom. Okay, okay, okay. All right, we got this. All right, right. Now it's been, gosh, I, I'd say it's been at least ten years since Donda. Yes, and uh, losing. I have both my parents, so I don't know what that feeling is. But if it's been okay, the decade that I think it's been, it's definitely something that he so, needs to talk to someone about. So I'm going to share this with y'all, and this is very personal, but I'm going to share this with y'all. I lost my father in 2016. I mean, 2014, sorry. When I moved back to New Jersey, I lost my father. And I still haven't bought my dad a headstone. And I'm going to explain to you why. It's closure. That's the final nail. I hate to use it the expression. It it's the final nail in the coffin. He's got his tombstone there. And it's been hard for me. The finality To of close it. that off. And that's sometimes why I get in my head and why I get hard on myself because I'm like, I'm failing him because I'm not a success at the level I can be. And I don't want to do that until I can say, dad, I did it. See what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. So as someone who lost both parents and I'm getting a little choked up right now and I'm trying not to cry about it, losing someone who is your concrete rock. Right. Like his mom was. Is the one that's holding you down. And if you watch it, there's a couple of scenes. She's she's reciting his rhymes. 
Donda. Donda is reciting his, and she loved that dude so much. She believed in him. She lifted him up, told him how great he was, made him believe in himself, and he believed in himself. And she wasn't a stupid ghetto ass woman. She was an English no. teacher. Yeah. Smart. Made him smart. There's he's an unstabilized genius. Yes. He's an unstabilized genius. And people are not respecting the unstabilized genius that he is because it's hard for them to have that concept of how a genius is. And we don't understand geniuses work differently. We think of Isaac Newton, genius. We think of Einstein. Genius. Genius. But when it comes to music, when it comes to sports, when it comes to anything that's not considered real genius, we don't get it. Real genius people are not like us. And the problem is he's trying to be like us. He's trying to be an everyday guy, but his mind is not there because he's been enabled not to be there anymore. Right. I think his circle, he first of all needs a new circle. Throw the whole circle out. Needs a new circle. He he needs, you know, the mental health that he does in fact need. Yes. And, and then, I'm not denying that. And then once he's stable, drop those beats. Do what you do best. But right now is not the time well, to focus on that. And okay, I'm gonna say this. I believe that's his only level of sanity. Is his music? Is his music. That's keeping him It's it's listen, when I go when I'm spy what did I tell you this afternoon when I did a show last night? It's 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 the only thing it's your love. It's the only thing that matters. I told you what I was going through this week. For an hour and a half, I didn't care about that. I was so zoned in on that and there yep. that nothing else mattered. That is what's stabilizing him to some degree. That's when he's, no, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty, I guarantee you when he's in a studio, even though he's writing songs about her, but that's his, that's who he is. This is where I'm in my house. I'm in the studio and I'm writing rhymes and I'm making beats and I'm whatever. That's his level of sanity. Like I gotta bring it back home. I'm not saying I agree with it because he needs to leave her alone because it's stalkerish. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very stalkerish. Like even like even now, as I've gotten older and I see all these stories, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, she's I, moved on. Y'all need to come be uh, two. She's still the black man whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna whisper at you? No, she me. ain't. I could become good. a billionaire tomorrow. That's some. That's no, that's that's some vagina. I would never go near. Never. Nah. She could offer it up to the world. I'd be like, I'm good. Any of them? None of them. None of them. None of them. Okay, I respect that. Tell me, tell me what black man. Can, <laughs> tell me what black man has escaped that situation with with his full brain cells intact. Mm. Yeah. No. What black man has escaped the Kardashians with their brains intact? Not a one. Lamar Odom was on Big Brother and shitted on himself. Did he? Yeah. Because I saw, I was watching clips of that, but I didn't, I didn't know he that. He shitted on himself. Oh, Lord. And talked about it. I'm a grown ass man. If I tell you that I shitted on myself, I've got an excuse. I took Benadryl and blah, 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 whatever the hell it is. And it causes me to shit on myself by accident. Like, I better have said I took some drug and they said the side effects is might shit on yourself. But that's not what you, oh, Lord. No. Who else? Chris Humphreys. He black? He Chris Humphrey was like black, white, or something mixed. Yeah. But you know what? He's the only motherfucker that uh, escaped kind of free. Yeah. But that's because people figured out that the wedding was fake because she did those fake ass tears. 
Like and then he and then he went out in court because remember they went to court. Yeah. And when he went to court, what did he say? This shit was all made up. She told me to do all this it's shit. A, it's a Chris Jenner production. Yes, like it was a production. It wasn't real. It was what I was told to do. So if I'm told to do it, I'm gonna do it. I'm still stuck on Lamar, but <laughs> I, again, if you get involved in that level of crazy, you deserve what the fuck you get. So he deserves it. They all deserve it. You got involved. First of all, crazy always finds a way to find crazy. This is true. Okay. It's a magnet. So, you know when they say people have a type? Mm-hmm. I believe the Kardashians like crazy black men. Yeah. I you believe, don't have to put the crazy in there. It's just black men. They love black men, but I believe <laughs> they like... I, I I believe... They like ones that If you're mold. crazy... Here's the thing. There are certain things about you and, and, and all of us that we attract a certain type. A certain right. type. I attract crazy women. I attract crazy, bipolar, unmedicated white women. <laughs> I mean, I am here. I am not a white woman, but I am crazy and bipolar. So clearly he is white. <laughs> well, I got the crazy and bipolar. <laughs> no, but I'm saying we all attract something. It's something about our personalities. Right. Right. Now, if you see that in yourself, you got to gauge your radar a little bit better. Yeah. Right. Some people are crazy and bipolar and even unmedicated. They learn to control it. They learn to regulate it because that's how they become successful in life. I don't think Kanye's on meds. Mm. I think he's unmedicated. I'm pretty sure he might do weed or okay. a little bit of alcohol, but I don't think he's medicated. Yeah. So he's learned to function in life. But his functioning is it's going starting, in a downward it's, it's spiral. But that's the same thing with everybody. All these stars. Michael Jackson was a crackhead for years because of the burns. Right. He learned to regulate his life based off of, I'm fucked up off of drugs. I'm not making the right decisions. I got handlers. I'm making the right decision via the handlers. I believe Kanye's doing the same shit. New right? New handlers. Not agree. Not, it's, and my point I was making about that is, everybody has a type of what they attract. And I believe all the Kardashians attract crazy black men. Humphreys got away because he wasn't a crazy black man because they all have babies by crazy black men except for the one so woman that married except for the one that married Scott whatever his name yeah, is and now is engaged to Travis Parker which which well she attracted a, a, a <laughs> um, um, what do we call him um, trash but uh, <laughs> oh, don't do that I grew up listening to Blink-182 don't do that trash uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry but trash fine We'll have to agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> trash. <laughs> he might not be trash. He might not be trash, but um, he looks trash. He, yeah, he does look like he needs to bathe. But that's that's the point. <laughs> so now she likes dirt. So she went from the alcoholic. Hold on. So she went from the guy that's an alcoholic whose family has money, right, to a guy who looks like he ain't taking a bath in twenty five years. Oh, Travis. Okay. Please don't hit I, I pray to God. And you know what I love about the Kardashians? <laughs> they'll make any man that comes into their life rich. Because they'll they, they'll help him come into ideas. Like Pete Davidson's coming out with a dildo line. Stop it. He's coming out with a dildo line. Guess what? The dildos will have his famous tattoos on the dildo. That's a Kardashian thing. Because he was being funny. He's like, I should get a dildo that's line. That's Kardashian thing, so they're going to get a cut. And that's how Chris Jenner keeps the money flowing. So, but with that being the case, 
they always make the they'll always make the guy make money, right? Because they make money. They'll pimp they'll they'll pimp out their pinky toe. Okay? If they cut their pinky toe off, they're gonna say, if you cut your pinky toe off too, this is the sexiest thing in the world. Every other you every other girl's gonna be like, maybe I should take my pinky toe off too. Oh yeah. It's the de- influence is yes. ridiculous with this family. I but I think they thought they could control Kanye. I thought I think they thought we can contain Kanye. They met their match. And the problem is Kanye's from Chicago. He's a Chicago. He's not he's not a suburban black dude no. that's like he's not the suburban black dude that's like, let me calm the fuck down. He's not from Scotch Plains. Okay. He's from Chicago. <laughs> okay. And I'm not I'm not knocking Chicago dudes. But he's from Chicago. God. He ain't calming down for not a mother- Chicago. He ain't calming down for a motherfucker. Nope. People especially, need to get that in their heads. Especially not a Kardashian. They better figure this out. I just hope he, yeah. I, that's, I, he took my words. I, thought, I hope he They best this out figure this motherfucker out. He does something stupid that he will regret. We're going to move on to the next subject because I'm, I'm barreled out on uh, Kanye. You're barreled out on Kanye? We're going to play a commercial. We'll be back in a moment. unfortunate looking and she's my age too oh we're back listen if you guys aren't aware there's a louisiana teacher that admits giving kids cupcakes with sperm in it her ex-husband's her ex-husband's sperm was in the cupcakes she was facing 150 years no 150 charges do you have her name over there cynthia perkins now, what's crazy is she looks like a girl from my hometown, and the girl from my hometown happens to be dating a cop. So that's the shit. <laughs> I showed it to a mutual, like a friend of mine, and I said, who that bitch look like? And she's like, oh, shit, she does look like her. <laughs> so that being the case, I'll move that away. Uh, she was faced, they, they um, were facing 150 charges right she snitched on her husband so it was reduced to 40 but she still won't get out of jail until she's like 70 years old and she's my age how old is she she is um i believe she's 36 okay i think we're at the same age i i honestly can't understand first of all how did they find out that the cupcakes has sperm in them because they never released that information and second of all, who's, who the teacher is bringing cupcakes to school? It's usually the other Do you know how out. legal that is? Do you know how illegal it is for even teachers to be serving kids any type of food with people with food allergies and shit? Yeah. Who got the clearance? Does, does this got peanut oil in it? Yeah. Does, does this got, you know, like, does this got eggs? Like, you got to clear for every... You got to clear cupcakes and cookies and everything for kids these days because people have allergies. Well, it was a... Is this a middle school or a high school? It's a high school. Yeah, she's a high school teacher. So, and can we can we seriously talk about all another high school teacher was caught fucking kids for vapes. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that one too. For e-pens, vapes, or whatever. What is going on with you white women fucking these kids in high schools? I'm sorry, you could be mad at your man, Mr. Direct, for what he's saying, but this is starting to get out of hand. Every time we turn around, one of these white women is getting horny as hell up in these high schools and, and these middle schools. And you're like, really, bitch? And the thing is, it's not even like when it's an unattractive woman, I'm like, you couldn't get nobody anyway. You was on Tinder and you wasn't getting no hits. I get that. But some of these women are attractive. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you chasing high school penis? Is it that, are times that hard? Listen, as a man of my age, I don't want, like, I don't want any woman under 35. Any woman under 35 don't know what to do with that vagina. They're still insecure. Don't look at me, I'm naked. I just saw you naked. Why can't I stare at you naked? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And these are, uh, ew. Mm. So now some of the, okay. Some of the, uh, yeah, she is 36. Some of, some of the women, some of the women, I will say, uh, were close to high school age, like 23, 24. I remember reading yeah. articles. I kind of get that. I, I, it's not right, but I see we're within eight, nine years. I, I, I see the bullshit. I'm not saying I agree with it. I see it because when you're out at bars, and you're talking to people and someone just turned 18, you're not like, okay, I'll talk to you. You're, you're like, oh, you're 18, you're legal, okay, I'm good. So I get it, it's within that time frame. But the reality on the other side of it is, you are a teacher, you're an authoritative position. Why are you putting yourself in a position of having sex with a minor? After, and this is after, by the way, you've gone to college, you've probably got some big ass student loan you got to pay off. And for, and you throw it away for 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 some cupcakes and some sex with minors. Like, it, it, like I used to tell a joke, and one of the jokes I used to tell, I used to really. This is what I said, and I loved it. You ready? Ready. <laughs> Who's the kids? I'm not mad at the teachers because I remember when I was in high school, I had a couple of teachers I would have loved to take down. What I want to know is who's snitching on themselves. Who's like, yo, bro, I'm gonna go take a picture I'm and a video. Cause I wouldn't snitch on myself. If I was if I was in high school right now and I was banging out a hot teacher, let's say I'm the quarterback of the football team, right? right? There's a hot teacher, 23, 24, cute. And she's throwing it at me. I'm not taking video. I'm not telling any, I'm keeping my mouth shut. I'm gonna have memories. And then when I go to the 10 year reunion and people be like, oh, you used to hang out with Mrs. Such and Such all the time. I was breaking that bitch off something proper. <laughs> but like, no, you wasn't. You don't have no pictures. <sighs> I got it all up here, buddy. Cause there's even- I can tell you where all the moles are. There's even, there's even, <laughs> there's even women that I've never taken pictures of me having sex with them, but damn it, I got fucking photographic memory. If they walk into a room, like, yeah, I remember, yeah. Uh -huh. What do you need to take videos? Everybody wants to be a freaking porn star and put the shit on live TV. Like, oh shit, look, you know what's the next thing you're gonna, oh, did you hear about the teacher who, uh, Somehow somebody got in her phone and posted out on Snapchat or whatever. Yes. The video and it yes. went everywhere. Why does everybody need the broadcast that they are she fucking? Did. She said she didn't do it. She said someone had to. Oh, wait a minute. Did you hear about the cop 
in New Jersey. Uh, um, 30, like over 10 years? The one that raped? No, 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 no. Uh, this, oh. this is, um, so he pulled uh, the girl over and the girl was had her insurance card on her phone. Mm -hmm. So he, oh, he went through her phone and, and sent himself the nakeds. The nakeds. He found the nakeds and sent them to himself. <laughs> Again, why are you keeping the nakeds on your phone? I mean, I get it. Some people are so proud of what they look like. They're so proud that they do nasty shit. And they're like, ooh, I, like, I get it. I would love to have a woman send me some shit. But you know what I do? I do this out of respect for any woman that has ever done this. I delete whatever nasty shit is sent to me. I was joking with a friend of mine on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. And she said something. And it was her birthday. It was something. And we were joking. And I was like, I, and there's something cute about her. And I'm like, I bet you got beautiful fucking nipples, right? She sent me a picture of her fucking nipples. <laughs> she did. Were they beautiful? Fucking sexy as shit. <laughs> but you know what I did? <laughs> Delete. You know why? One, I don't want to fuck her. And two, why do I want to keep that? Like, what, what is it going to serve me a it's purpose a, to keep it on my phone? It's the 2022 trophy collection. No. For not, not the only thing that pisses me off is I have sent my dick pics out and I forget that my phone is, is synced up with iCloud oh, no, and no. I go into iCloud and I'm like, why is there a dick pic in my goddamn iCloud? I'm scared. Someone, when I, if I, if something bad happens to me, cause a couple of people know my password, they're going to go into the iCloud. This nigga was sending dick pics. <laughs> he was the dick pic king. I'll be looking, yo, scrub I know down. for a fact, I got a couple of hard drives around here with some crazy shit on it. <laughs> Wait, a couple of hard drives. I got a couple of, but what I mean by a couple of hard drives mean the stuff is scattered on different hard drives. Not like it's full. Oh. I mean different ones. I'm thinking like you got those like No, I don't, it's not like I could publish all my shit and be like, like Marklin Pornhub, personal Pornhub and shit. No. Okay. No, it's not like that. But my, my point still stays where it's at from what I'm saying. Why are so many people so quick to put everything on Snapchat, on Facebook, on Instagram? Like some things are just like some I'm sorry there's two women that I would love to bang out that I would never share it with I would we don't need pictures I don't need to see anything me and you few drinks maybe maybe do some weed edibles or whatever fuck our brains out and we're good I don't need all the extra I really don't need all that extra I think the extra is bullshit would you and your husband be doing a flick hell no if your husband came up to you, if your husband came up to you and said, yo, we need to spice this up, would you let your husband say, okay, let's go? I would say go to the kitchen and get some cinnamon if you want to spice this up. Because <laughs> that's the only way she's getting spiced up. <laughs> it's, it, I just don't, I, I, again, I personally don't understand people's love for putting their shit out there. And this teacher... They was doing some wild shit. I think she one got of the 40 years. she got, but part of the issue was is that they were putting, uh, they put minors in trouble outside of the sperm. Like they post pictures with one of the oh, minors, yeah. and they were tag teaming a minor. Yeah. And I think it was a girl, not a boy. It was a girl, and they were tag teaming her. Yeah, they're doing some other things. Too. So it they was just they, the cupcakes. And again, it's like I don't understand how these people get into these schools because if you get caught, how many times did you do it before you got caught? Anything you get caught with, if you get caught selling weed in 2022, you've probably been selling weed since 2010, right? 
it's not your first time. No. Hardly anybody ever says, ooh, man, my first time and I got caught. No. Usually you've been doing that shit for a while. So when these teachers are caught screwing the students and they're like, oh, well, they screwed like five of them. I'm pretty sure there's 15 of them somewhere hiding and being like, I ain't saying shit. I smashed that ass out too. I ain't telling nobody what I did. Oh yeah. And why would you as a teacher want to ruin your reputation that now you can exactly. never work again? You're, you, who's going to entrust you to be near a 15 year old boy? No one. You're going to break out in sweats every time you're like, ooh. <laughs> Shit. Look at that little 15 year old. <laughs> the views expressed by Mr. Direct are not you, those can, of Belgium. Can you imagine? Could you imagine back to school when it when a teacher's talking to the kids' parents and you know Johnny's really good. You know, he's really active in class, like real active. And he's always willing to put in the extra credit. You know, that little bit of sun. <laughs> and I never have to ask him to stay after class, but he always stays after class. <laughs> this is why we can't take you nowhere. That's exactly why we can't take you nowhere. What? What did I say? Nothing. <laughs> you said nothing and everything at the same time. Uh, listen, again, Let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> but there's a reality of we're get are we not really checking these teachers for their past behaviors? See, I don't care if a teacher has an, an adult only site. If she's a porn star, I don't care. Yeah. That's her private life. But I have a problem if she's you know, using sexual persuasion over these kids, even flirting. Cause a lot of teachers, a lot of attractive teachers that know that the boys like them, right? use sexual persuasion to get shit out of them. They flirt with them. Like, here's the deal. Why do you smell sexy as hell when you're coming into school and you're teaching a bunch of kids? You shouldn't be smelling and you shouldn't be dressed sexy at all. I'm not saying dress like a bum, but you shouldn't be dressed like sexy. You shouldn't be tight clothing. These boys are going through puberty. They're thinking of all types of thoughts. And now some of the young girls are just as sexually aggressive as the young boys. So now some of the young girls are, look at Mrs. Johnson over there. Not Mrs. Mm. Johnson. You know, Mrs. Johnson needs some of this lesbian love. I love using the name Mrs. Johnson. It's hilarious. When what I was growing up, Mrs. Johnson. When I was growing up, most of the gym teachers were lesbians anyway. Most of the female gym teachers were lesbians. Not all, but a few. And you knew who they were. Yep. You knew who they were. You know, every now and then it looked like they was using a bick in the morning. I'm just saying. There was no cover up. <laughs> Five o'clock shadows. You knew. Yeah. You know, yeah, they had. A couple. Yeah. They, they had relationships. And mm. some of the relationships were, you know, what they were. Except the same person, the uh, teacher's on. You know, they didn't talk about it, but you know, like it was this, I'm just saying like, people can't be surprised by the things that we say. I mean, come on, you, you, you know, you know, what's going on in here? Don't answer that. Your mom said, don't answer that. I don't know what I was not supposed to answer, but sorry, mom. She said, don't answer. I think it was the question about your- uh, The spices? <laughs> she said, can we pedal back for a minute? What was her sick reason for putting the sperm in the, in, in the uh, cupcakes? Um, they that? didn't say because they said they don't know why. Let me go back to the article. Go back to the article, see if it says anything. You know, like, it's, I, I don't know what would be the reason why, I'll be honest with you, Mom. Anita, it's good to see you there. Lucia, it's good to see you there. Renata, it's good to see you there. I don't, 
I, I, I can't begin to tell you why. I don't know if I care. I just think it's a sickness that she would have been willing to do something like that. You can't tell me there was any level of, of normalcy that she was willing to put sperm in cupcakes. It's ridiculous. It's disgusting. Well, apparently, this post is saying that her husband manipulated her into doing such things. I don't. How do you manipulate? How do you manipulate somebody? People have a choice to do what they want. Yes or no? I think with that plea deal, she was like, "I'm putting it all out." here's everything that happened go easy on me but if you're a conscious adult if you're a conscious adult and you know what you're doing okay you know what you are doing you cannot say that somebody manipulated you to do it when you knew you were doing it you knew it yeah especially as a an adult with a fully functioning brain Hopefully. You can't, oh, I didn't know and I didn't know. Get the fuck out of here. It, 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 it didn't sound bad at the time. I just, it, it was just a joke. That whole thing. It's ridiculous. We'll be back in a moment. Diversity, equity, inclusion. Today, more and more companies are trying to navigate the diversity, equity, and inclusion problem. Should I say more companies from mom and pop storefronts, nonprofit to big corporations are trying to solve the DEI movement. Many companies are scared to have the conversation. Like individuals, they're scared to think they are guilty of not being inclusive in their hiring, promoting, and overall experience of working for them. The conversation is not difficult to have. Today's landscape of quality employees from every background is bigger than ever. The average customer base is looking quite diverse as well. Let's address some of the benefits of DEI. Teams are 100% more likely to understand target customers when they have at least one member who represents their target's gender, race, age, sexual orientation, or culture. Organizations in the top 25% when it comes to gender diversity among executive leadership teams are 21% more likely to be profitable and 27% better at creating value. Expanding your recruitment searches to more diverse candidates, including background, ethnicity, age, etc., widens your talent pool and increases your chances of finding the best hire. Companies with higher diversity in management earned on average 38% more revenue than companies with lower diversity. That could be because diversity of gender, country of origin, career path, and industry background are highly correlated to innovation. DEI is not just an acronym. DEI is a process that takes understanding, work, and involving everyone. Let's have a discussion. Contact Marklin T. Johnson, marklin at marklinspeaks.com, 651-560-5069. You, we're back, back doing what we're doing. Again, I can't believe my voice sounds like this. I'm still trying to get used to my voice being, I, you know what it is? I think I've been talking so much. Can't get enough. That it's, a na- it's naturally starting to get into that tone because I've been talking a lot more than I normally have been. <clears throat> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you most know, Putin and Russia has invaded the Ukraine. And for all my friends out there uh, from the Ukraine, from everywhere else, uh, I want to say, first of all, my, my, my thoughts, I'm not going to say thoughts and prayers, but I want to say, I totally understand what's going on. And I, and, and listen, it's, it's pathetic. 
it's it's ridiculous. I can't believe that somebody's willing to wage war in today's day and time. But that's what happens when you have somebody that has absolute power. And Putin has absolute power. Yeah. You know, like you haven't taken out like that. It, if you don't agree with them, he'll kill you. Yep. It's as simple as that. And people don't, you know, um, this is going to be a two part conversation. More so we're going to talk about because what I want to talk about is I can't believe that Republicans are cheering this on. They're talking about how Trump would have been stronger than Biden. Two things that a lot of people don't realize. One, the Ukraine is not part of NATO. If you don't know that, if you are incapable of understanding that, I feel bad for you. Two, Putin wanted to cancel NATO, wanted it gone. What did Trump want? To get America out of NATO. So much so Trump lied about the fact that NATO's partners weren't paying up. Mm. Even though the deal was that they weren't supposed to pay up, like they didn't, there was no dues or anything through. So Donald Trump comes up and says, well, we're paying more into NATO than anyone else and blah, 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 blah. Okay. That's a great talking point. It is. Sounds great. Yeah. But the reason why we were paying more is because we have the resources, military bases in over 80 countries. I think people, people, people refuse to understand that very, we have bases in all these other countries. Who else has bases here in in America? Tell me what country, you know, has bases here in America. Zero, (laughs) zero. So why did we pay more? Because we were in more locations, assholes. You have to compensate these countries if you're going to come in and put a base on their land. Is it that hard to understand? It's it's modern day colonization, actually. It is. And I'm not disagreeing with you. The problem is, is the, the Republicans accuse liberals of being headline readers and not looking up information. And that's exactly what they do. We're in 80 different countries. 80. What do you think most of those people are screaming at us if if you're going to be here? Do something. You're going to pay us for being here. You're going to give us sovereignty. You're going to give us, like, you're going to create a a thing that we can bring people over here and whatever. They create avenues of compensation. So, yes, America is going to put more in. People can sit there. The problem I have with it is the minute the minute somebody on the conservative party says that this is what it is, the people follow it. No question. When you ask them, well, nobody invaded a country while Donald Trump was in office. You know why? Because Donald Trump handed over land to other countries. If you want it, it's yours. America first. Here's an article from back in, I believe, 2019. Maybe it was 2018. Trump is training his base to hate NATO and like Putin. And I'm not saying NATO, North American Treaty Organization, whatever the hell it's called, is great. Yeah. What I'm saying, and you can read the full article here. What I'm saying to you, to you guys is that 
for some reason, there's a lack of understanding and of reading basic comprehension that we can't look at everything as America needs to be on top. And that's the problem. Everybody wants to, he presents us that America is the only country that should win, that should get something out of everything. And that's not how treaties work. Listen, I don't sign treaties. I don't sign laws. I don't sign policies. But common sense says we can't win at everything. But we will sure try. <laughs> we will sure should try. I'm gonna I'm give you that. You're right. You're right. We we sure shit will try. But the reality is that at some point you have to stop playing this game that Trump was some sort of uh, of of a strong authoritarian because he would say things because he appeared tough. What? He, man, I got pillows softer than him. <laughs> <laughs> Pillow softer than him. What a lot of people refuse to understand is that Trump made us weak around the world. And they can't admit it to themselves. Trump made us weak. And then four, only in four years. In four years, four years, our allies did not trust us to do the right thing in the name of having Trump in office. He made us weak. Trump was made us so weak that we didn't even lead the charge on COVID response. This is true. He kind of just brushed it off. No, no, not kind of. He definitely brushed it off. And now he's saying how Putin is a genius for what he did. Who praises the enemy? Who's still letting him talk? Like, why are we who still going to him? Praises, who praises the enemy? Does it, what's it? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm. Mm. Who who does that? Mm. Who doesn't have a level of self thought and say, "Wow, I think maybe we might have missed the gun on this one." So now, now, now it's cleanup time. Now it's cleanup time. So, so it, now they're surrounded. I don't. I'm not going to profess and say I know the nuances of it. I'm not because I don't. And I would be lying to anyone if I said I know the nuances of it. What I understand is that one, if you guys know your history, first of all, Ukraine used to be part of Russia. Yep. They broke off from Russia. Two, if you guys think that Trump was so strong, why did he try to stronghold the Ukraine and hold up money to get information on Biden? Remember you remember that. that phone call? I remember that. that mm-hmm. How many of you guys out there remember the phone call where he was like, we're giving you a lot of money. We're giving you a lot of money. And all I'm saying, be nice if we could get some information on Joe. You know, I got an election coming up and any help we can get in that because we're giving you a lot of money. That's scary. Huh? That's that's that tough is. talk. That's tough talk. Give me the information or you don't get your money. That's basically what he was saying. Yeah. Give me some information or you're not going to get this money. When did he release the money? When a phone call was released and he knew he looked like an asshole. That's when he released the money. But he was holding the money over his head. 
People seem to forget that. This is what's wrong with the conservative party today is that they forget things. And here's the thing. Somebody out there is going to say, oh, you're a liberal, you're a Democrat. First of all, I'm an independent. I voted for some Republicans. As I have. Okay. I voted for a Republican locally, which I was chastised about. I was chastised about voting Republican. But on a national scale, the Republicans have one agenda, the white agenda. It's not American agenda, it's the white agenda. It's the white 1950s agenda. If you turn on Fox News, everything they say and everything they do is anti-people of color. Unless they have our friend Candace. Unless they have Candace Owen <laughs> or some other Uncle Toms who like, will tell like, you see, see who, this girl say who will sit there and literally tell you that the problem with black people is black people. Yeah. Now, there's a certain level of accountability that us black people need to hold for ourselves, and I cannot deny that. We do. However, I'm not responsible for what every other black person does, just like you're not responsible for what every other white person does. But how come when we talk about things with black people, people jump up and say, where's Black Lives Matters? What does that have to do with, with, the, with, the price of chi- with the price of tea in China? Black Lives Matters isn't everywhere. They're not involved in everything. You don't want to be associated with all the things bad about white people, but you love to associate everything that's bad with black people with every black person situation. Yep. I'm going to do you guys one better. I'm going to turn the camera to me for a second. I'm going to do you guys one better. There was an issue in Bridgewater Mall in New Jersey. Okay. And the two kids were fighting. One was apparently black. One looked white, but he could have been Spanish. You never know. He was light skin, pale skin, I'll say. When the officer came, he sat the pale, they sat the pale skin kid down and they put the black kid who was already on his stomach, put a knee to his back and put him in cuffs. They never cuffed the white kid. New Jersey 101's thread said, you should be, be surprised how many people, and I copied it so people could see it. Oh, I think the police officer did the right thing. They saw the black kid as a threat, even though the white kid was the aggressor. If you see the fight from the beginning, the white kid was pulling his finger in the black kid's face. The black kid pushed the finger away, which anybody would have done. If I put my finger in your face, you're gonna push my finger away, right? And they said, well, the black kid pushed his finger out. There's this theory, and I'm gonna say it again. There's this theory that white people think that black people do not have a right to protect their space, to protect themselves, that black people have to kowtow or whatever you call it and just concede to white people. And I'm not saying all white people, so get it out of your head. I'm talking about the racist white people who comment on these threads and think that black people don't have a right to protect themselves, don't have, the kid that was killed in Minneapolis. Uh, When they, the the no knock. The no knock. Oh, 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 he was awake. He had a gun and he was awake. How the hell are you awake in another 30 seconds? It's been proven when you're awake and somebody startles you, you don't know what's going on. He lived in a bad neighborhood, had a gun. Legally. Legally. The problem with racism, and that's the main reason why I love to talk about these subjects, and I talk about racism a lot, because I hate it, I despise it. If I don't like you, I don't like you as a person. The catchphrase that 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 
conservatives love to use is that one comment from Martin Luther King. Judge me by the character of my skin, by the judge me by the character of, of the man, not by the con judge me by the content of the character or whatever. Judge me by the yeah. con the character of my content or whatever, but not by the color of my skin. I want right. to be judged by the content of my character, not by the color of my skin. They love to say that. But every situation that involves black people, you love to judge the whole entire community. So you're not judging by content of character, you're judging by skin and saying they're all like that. And then when it's returned to you, look at them being racist. Reverse racism. Which there's no such thing. Of course not. There's no such thing as reverse racism. No. It's bullshit. Not even a little bit. Now some people say, why do you get upset about this? Because I have friends from every walk of life. And the one thing that I find disgusting is people who, and, and I know you're gonna say, how are you going back with this with Trump and stuff like that? Trump is not the strong leader people make him out to be. He lies to you consistently. He says what, he's like every other politician, black, white, Democrat, liberal, independent. He says what he has to say for votes and you fall for it time and time again. When I ask you, what has what can Trump what would have Trump done different? Crickets. Crickets. I'm trying to think of the answer right now, too. And I don't What would Trump have done different? I saw one of the ladies the other day say, Oh, we should get rid we should just get rid of NATO and we should have foregone NATO. All out war. Ding. If America goes in to the situation right now, it would have been all out war. China is watching our response right now because what is China doing? Oh, well, if, if he could do that, we could take back Taiwan. How are we going to fight two wars on a front? The game is chess, not checkers. And sadly, those conservatives who are talking shit are playing chess. I mean, it's playing checkers. Sorry, they're playing checkers. And you think they're playing chess. You're playing checkers. When I say you're playing checkers, it's because you refuse. You absolutely refuse to understand what's going on. Do you think this is over? Like, well, you we said that they had. We talked about earlier how Ukraine you said there's is peace surrounded. Peace, yeah, um, I think it's. I think what's going to happen next is cyber war. Because listen, if they send a nuclear over to us, you know our own, we only have one response. There's no peace treaty. There's no let's talk it down. Oh, no, no, if they no, send no. anything over here, I don't care if you like Biden or not. If they send us a postcard. Biden, they can, let me tell you something. If they send a missile over here, Biden has no choice but to say, release hell. He has no, he can't even fake the funk on that. He has to say, release hell. Has to. Because if he doesn't, he's an incompetent piece of shit. And he is an incompetent piece he, of he's shit. He's not looking too good right now. He's, he's incoherent. Nobody, here's the thing. People always talk about, oh, no more mean tweets. Well, think about it. If, if Biden's such an incompetent piece of shit, how bad was Trump that he lost to an incompetent piece of shit? This is true. Their last tally, for those of you that are saying, oh, well, illegal votes, 447 illegal votes were found in the last election. That's it. You guys are saying 8 million votes were bad. 447 actual 
found votes. Here's what I'm going to say. There is election fraud. Yeah. Republican, Democrat, whoever it is, because we know a lot of Republicans that voted twice. It's been documented. The problem is that a lot of people keep thinking that conservatives are more of them than anyone, and they're not. There's actually more liberals, more independents than there are conservatives. And unfortunately, the conservatives are not as educated as they think they are. There are some highly educated conservatives, don't get me wrong. But unfortunately, a lot of the conservatives are not that smart. And because they're not that smart, you're not voting the right way. And I don't mean you're not voting the right way, meaning you're not voting for the Democrats or whatever, because again, I voted for conservatives. I do it all the time. I don't care. I vote for the best candidate according to where I'm at and what I'm doing. Simple. It's as easy as that. Some people vote with their pockets. Some people vote on social issues. It's what matters to you. What I'm saying to you is let's get into the reality of it. The truth, no matter which way you look at it, by the way, thanks for the coffee. Appreciate it. Cheers to that. The reality is that as we're working our way through everything that's going on, Putin wanted this divide, this dividingness in our country. Russia attacked us on elections on two fronts in 2016 and 2018. He vote he helped Trump stay in power. He put Trump into power and people refused to see that because we oh no, it was my vote. It's been proven that Russian hackers were behind a lot of the disinformation that was being spread on social media. Yep. It's been proven that Russian hackers were trying to do everything in their power to a lot of the like crazy shit to create the divide. Why? Because guess what? If there's a divide here, it makes it easier to conquer out there because we're so distracted. I remember yeah. a time when America was America and we we might hate each other, but we were Americans at the end of the day. Like, yeah, we hate each other, but we put on what looked like a united front so that we kind of looked on. And now we have and now we, now we have people that would probably say I'm not going to war because Biden's the president. We literally have people that would probably say that. Oh, yeah. Versus I'm protecting the United States. Well, I'm not going to go to war. Biden's. Let me tell you something. I didn't like Trump. But if I had to go to, if they draft, if they forced it me to, first of all, I'd either become, I'd act like I was, you know, too, too soft in the ass, or I'd go to Jamaica and smoke some weed and say, I, I, what you want, boy? I don't know what you're talking about, boy. I ain't got a Jamaican accent. Bumba clot. Like I would fake it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a war person. But if they said I had no choice, I had to go to war. I would do my duty. And you know why? Because my duty is I'm an American first. I don't care what anyone says. You don't have to like me. I'm an American first. I'm an American. I was born, I was raised here. I believe in America. But I love America so much that I believe America can improve and we need to scrutinize the shit that is not working in order to improve it. But so many of you are saying, shut the fuck up and accept it as it is. That's your problem. One of the things I speak about when I do public speaking is called indoctrinated bias. So many of you are indoctrinated with a bias and you don't know it. And it's not just racial. It's sexist, it's homophobic, it's retardedness. Yes, we've got biases against people, and I'm not talking about special needs people. I'm talking about fully functional adults that do fucked up shit. Uh, it's against people with weight. 
We have biases against people that are not attractive. We have biases against people that wear certain colors. Biases are built into us. And until we can come to grips with a bias and we can stop being personal, meaning taking everything personal, I'm okay when someone talks to me. I had a woman sit in my house the other day and told me that I'm so combative. And I go, am I combative? Or you just don't like a black man that stands up for himself? America has taught a lot of its citizens that black men should not speak in a very hostile or oh, be yeah. in a confrontational way. And also the angry black woman. Yes. As well. And you get you get the angry black angry, woman. The thing. angry black woman. The minute we speak up, we're angry. The minute we talk about things. Well, I think you are a little angry. Am I angry or am I just very expressive about what bothers me? Is your perception angry? Because I say a lot of things and I'm not angry. I, I'm the most happiest motherfucker you've ever met. I'm happy as hell. Disney World happy. I'm, man, let me tell you, <laughs> I love life. Let me tell you something. If I go upstairs after this and I have a stroke and I die, my spirit's going to be like, nah, nigga, I got more time to live. Come on. We got, got, we got stuff to do. I got things to do. I love life. I love living. No matter how bad things get, I thank my lucky stars every day I wake up to see another day. You know why? Because waking up every day gives me another opportunity to fuck shit up. <laughs> in a good way or a bad way both I don't give a fuck <laughs> I don't give a fuck we're gonna go to a commercial we're gonna be back and we're gonna talk about my book and then we're gonna be done out of here okay we'll be back in a moment Ladies and gentlemen, how are you guys doing? We're back. We're coming up on the backside of the show. I want to thank all of you that have been watching. We are back on Sunday Coffee um, with schedules and everything. We do apologize that we're not here as often as we should. That's why our numbers are low. But if listen, I know you share the day of the show. How about sharing the show in the middle of the week? How about sharing the show on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, and tagging some of your friends and say, hey, if you missed the show, you should watch it. It's fun. I think we talk about some interesting subjects, and I think we have fun and we laugh. I want to talk about what you see on the screen right now what you see is called facebook conversations this is my second book coming out facebook conversations the good the funny the ugly uh, i have some people out there reading it and giving me reviews right now so i can include it in the book when i publish it it will be on amazon it is the second i want you to think about that it is the second book, second book. not the first not the oh it's in draft mode this is the second book not the essay so the first one <laughs> i have the first one over here i have the first one right here you can see it lessons from a shit talker it's real. there it is right there it is a real book i know y'all being like is it really real yeah it's there lessons from a shit talker pages i can't words. wait to get the second book because when i go out and people be like you're what i'm like i'm a two-time author i was talking to a friend of mine the other day we went out for uh beer and chicken wings and she goes you know what i have to i have to give you that respect and i go what she goes dude you wrote a book and I never thought about that. Somebody said that to me as well. They were like, yo, you wrote a book. And I never thought about it. 
I honestly was like, I wrote a book. I didn't think about it. And then she was like, no, dude. You wrote a book. Every time somebody says you ain't shit, it's like you could go be like um, 4.5 stars on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Where your stars at? Wait, wait. Where how many stars, stars you got? I'm, I'm on. I'm on to book number two. Like, and she goes, "You need to." Be, and and I and I always say this to myself, as proud of as I am of myself, I always try to remain humble, and I don't think of this as anything, because I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, eh, book number two. Book number three is giving me a little bit of hardship because it's about racism, and I, I go, I stop. What? That's going to be a doozy. But I'm going to do it. I have to. I have no choice. And I'm already like 28, 30 pages in. And I've got the chapters broken down on how I want to do it. And I'm going to do it. I think the reality of it is the the second book coming out, I think you guys are going to love. If you follow me and you know what I do, you're going to love book number two. You're going to read it. You're going to give me some reviews. Book number two, I think you guys are going to love. You're just going to love it because you're going to get a really introspective look at me in, interacting with people on my Facebook. And I'm not talking about the Marklin Scotch Plains. I'm talking about some of these threads was before I was ever Marklin Scotch Plains. Some of these threads was like when I was living in Minnesota and just talking shit with people. <laughs> And you see the shit people say, you see some of the like craziness, you see the insults, the uh, digs. Oh, I was yeah. looking, I'm looking for a free free meal. You get an introspective look of how, even when I'm not throwing insults, how they're all, they, they dive off the subject and start throwing insults. I got called masculine this week. Uh, you got masculine energy? <laughs> Is that what they say? I got masculine energy. So when it comes out, I'm asking you all, Go grab a copy. Go grab a copy of that book. Like, I can't wait till I have the second book here and I can fan it out. And then somebody <laughs> go, they be like, hold on, you wrote, yeah, I wrote, and the second book's 168 pages. Like this one was, uh, how many pages this is? Uh, this one is roughly, I forget, because it's been so long. This one's like 125, like 120 pages. The other one is 168 pages. So getting there. So 168. So, uh, I mean, go out and get the book. Read it. I'm so super proud of the fact that I'm, I'm a two-time author now. Two-time author. How many people can say that? Where's the applause button? Uh, I don't even have the uh, sound oh, effect thing. come on. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy, too, because I actually had it set up that I can push buttons instead of doing this, but I just but didn't bother. You definitely bother. need to applaud yourself on that, because not many people have but, real, can't write a paragraph, let alone a book. Well, so. Most people can't even read a paragraph. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, that's our time. Thank you so much. You know what we do. You know how we get down. This has been Sunday Coffee with, uh, who am I? I'm Mr. Direct, and... Hey, it's Mel G once again. Mel G, thank you so much for joining us. We shall be back in a two weeks, and if not, the week after that. I don't know. We'll be back, though. We'll be back. Because because we do what we We're do best. We're not going to go to the store. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back. It's your man, Mr. Direct. Out. It's the start of the week. Off the army. Sunday coffee.